one of my favorite moments on the shows um, is uh, the Friday Profile. And today we uh, get to sit down with a fantastic fashion designer. We get to profile someone that I respect greatly, whose work I love. And I've had the opportunity of being dressed by him on different occasions. Um, I have the privilege of owning some of his work. They're actually some of my most coveted possessions in my cupboard, to be honest. Um, I've always admired how he provides very personal service, you know, to his variety of clients. Very, very personal service. And what he does is that he's known for pushing the boundaries. He's got a very daring approach to fashion. And with every single showcase, there's the striking silhouette, beautiful prints, just a daring eye is what he's been gifted with. Um, David Lale over the years has managed to help grow the South African fashion industry. And he really is one of the pioneers of the fashion industry, as we'll be exploring in a moment on how he's managed to build his business. He's won numerous awards over the years, a number of accolades and nominations, including Designer of the Year at the African Diaspora Awards, which were held in New York. He was African icon of hope. Um, the, uh, he won that award, which was handed out in Nigeria. He was also included in a global list of 100 most inspiring uh, Africans in a London-based New Africa magazine. And he was also featured in Time magazine as one of the designers shaping Africa's fashion landscape. And he's spending this Friday afternoon with us. Hello, David. Hello, Azza. How are you? I'm very well. Thank Always you for having me. Always good to see you. I haven't... I haven't been here with you. Yes, you haven't actually. No, I haven't. Yes. I am so excited to be here. When uh, when your is your producer right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Kabzela Ari, uh, can we have you on Friday? I'm like, oh, not this Friday. Uh-huh. It's like, I was hoping I was not traveling this week. So because you're like, always traveling. Definitely. Uh, it's it's. I think it's 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 the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, not. A, I don't even think it is the work because I mean, like we. So fortunate that we get to travel every week, uh, every other week, yes. um, building the global brand that we want to be. Mm. So yeah, it's a, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm and it really was happy. it was a visit to Paris that made you see how big the stream can be when yeah. you saw the Dior's <laughs> and just the whole fashion, the Paris fashion scene, and you thought this is what David Lale can be one day, an international global luxury brand. Absolutely. That's where it all started. I think that's when the the, the global vision, just like there was a huge paradigm shift. Yeah. I mean, people were just like, okay, it was four designers from Africa, but I, I literally came back with a totally transformed mind. Mm-hmm. It was like, after visiting Dior, I was visiting, you know, all these luxury brands and going in, I was like, oh my God, this is real. Yeah. This could be David Lally one day. And I started honing on it. I started focusing on it. And I think um, the journey is coming together. It takes a bit of time mm-hmm. um, because I know exactly what I want and I know exactly where we are going as a brand, David Lally. So over the years, it has turned out to be this one plus, you know, to closer to, to, to the vision. Yes, and I think yeah. that's one thing that I've always admired about you, David, the focus that you've had. Yeah. Um, because, as you say, this building, this steady, steady building. Yeah. But every time with focus, every time I see you, it's about the next chapter, what you'll be doing next, whether it was the, the, the designer search, the mm-hmm. reality show, yeah. uh, with even the project that you're busy now, which we'll talk about in a moment, yeah. or even the kind of direction that your, your ranges are going to take or that the business is going to take. Absolutely. It's always been with with a really clear, meticulous focus. I think it's it's important because mm-hmm. I mean, as designers, we can be we can be any 
anything to anybody. Right. But I mean, as a design house, we, we've decided this is what we need to focus on. This is our journey. Um, we can easily become a mass production brand. Yeah. Um, we've tried that for two years. Doesn't work. It's not us. Mm. Um, so since last year, November, December was like, let us just like literally just hone back to what the vision the David Clare brand we'll come is. Come back to your core. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and I think also, I mean, it, it also helps with, with having a proper, like a, a very stable spiritual life or spiritual journey because mm. you, you channel all your energy and all your prayers and everything towards that vision. And yes. when it comes together, you know, just God, the universe, the stars, everybody just like, you know, yes, makes it happen. Up. And I think that's that's one thing that's very clear. You walk into David Lally's studios, <laughs> and what is blasting like right through that space is gospel music. Absolutely, blasting, and people working away in their in their white overcoats. Uh, it's not a laboratory. It's not a laboratory. There's sewing machines, printing machines, working stations all over the place. Yeah, but they're wearing these lab coats. Yes. Or whatever the, the yeah, white it's, it's coats lab coats. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And then there's this. Uh, um, the the space is just a wash with gospel music. Absolutely, I mean, uh, yeah, it, it's important to have that because I mean, I believe our our journey is founded in God, and God orchestrates our journey on a daily basis. And you know, we come from different homes and different spaces, but there's only one thing that binds us together: is God. And we 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 get to to remember that it it goes beyond us. It's about who we serve. Because as a brand, David Lally, we realize that it's not just a fashion business. It's a calling for us. I mean, mm-hmm. going to the things that mm-hmm. we're actually going to be talking about today is that it's a calling. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we have to touch, change people's life and inspire people's lives because um, there's many people out there that, that make clothing. There's many people that, that are, are just designers. Mm-hmm. It, it's a job. For us, it's, it's transcended beyond just being a job. I mean, that's... Uh, thank God we're 17 years in the industry full time. This yeah. is excluding years of lecturing, years of studying. Of being uh, when, at the, what was it, the House of Kaduchi? Uh, yeah, yeah the House of Monatic. Monatic, yeah. yes. Yeah, and uh, being a creative designer for, for Kaduchi women. Those years were, were super amazing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we come this far and we realize, like, you know what? This has gone just beyond just as business as usual. It, it's gone beyond that. There's, there's more to life. There's more to, to the journey. So we have to make sure that we yes. a- achieve all that. You know, because you're one of the pioneers in the fashion industry post-democracy. But when you were coming up in the game, they, there was no one that took your hand to say, David, here, this is how it's done. Yeah. You know, you rocked up at the offices <laughs> of SA Fashion Week and you said, I want to showcase. Yeah. And you submitted your stuff. First they said no, then they said yes. Yes, and then next thing you're showcasing and then you won the out competition. You know, and then it's like what happens now kind of thing. So you had to learn these things along the way. Absolutely. Is that what what then drives you? Because a number of young designers have come through your hands. Is that Mm -hmm. what drives you then to be so committed to mentorship? Because you've been part of uh, of um, what was that United uh, United Colors of Fashion United Colors of Fashion that mentorship program over and above what you do. Yeah, I mean for me it's it's because I've realized that it. Like I said before, it's just not just being a fashion designer. I come from, and I'm a proud product of Bantu education, and I'm standing and, and walking today because everything that we've learned, we have to journey through it, and nobody taught us anything. And for us as as, as, as South Africans or, or as Africans, fashion is a new thing to us, and nobody teaches it properly. So I'm thinking... 
my years, my four years of study at, at university and then my 22 years of experience join that together, uh, we can teach and help other people to become better designers, yeah. not to make the same mistakes that we made. Uh, and also kind of like, make other people to start dreaming bigger mm -hmm. to, because I, I was talking actually funny enough, I was talking to my previous lecturer on my way here. I'm like, you know, um, we, I need to get back to the university to come and talk about the education system that we have, because you keep chaining out designers, you graduate them every year, but where are these people? Yes. Why do they disappear? Why don't we have superstar designers coming out of the Vale university? Mm. So it's very, very important that we start challenging those, those, yeah, those conversations to say, People go through universities, but then what happens? Yes. And then they come into the industry, they're not industry ready. They come into the industry, they don't understand what needs to be done. The business, the of, business fashion. of fashion. Yeah. And I think that's what needs to be incorporated in our curriculums um, nationwide or in the continent. Mm. Uh, because, I mean, my take is there's nothing better than Michael Kors or even Mark Jacobs. High there's five nothing for better. That. High five. Um, we are much more capable. We are much more powerful. I mean, we from Africa, we've got diversity. We've got color. We are loud. We are bold. We are the most spenders in when it comes to fashion and the finer things in life. So what's stopping us of having luxury brands that are made in Africa or yes. in South Africa? Yes. So we need to start challenging that mentality and also the system that is actually in place right now. Hashtag local first. Absolutely. Can we just keep reiterating that local first. And I'm so happy to to see you wearing local and, and I mean like if, if this is not just PR I love the fact that you're not just coming to be dressed by us you buy product from mm -hmm. us which is pure joy for us as a brand David Tyler, to say you know what when other calls like crisis <laughs> you help <laughs> because you still believe in supporting the brand which yes. is really really important Absolutely. and I mean I, I was I was doing like a video like a live video this morning it's like it is it is our import it is our our responsibility as South Africans and, and Africans to ask ourselves before we leave our homes, yes. what am I wearing that is made in South Africa? Uh, if you are wearing all the international brands, what are you saying directly to the industry? We say, we don't believe in you. You're not talented. You're not capable. And we're going to take the economy out of the country, out of the continent mm. and support international brands. Mm. So it's very, very important that we ask ourselves, where something that is made locally, locally. on a daily yes. basis? Because when you support David Lally, you're not only supporting me, you're supporting 27 lives that I actually feed mm -hmm. and their families, their children, their children's children. So you can imagine how this economy actually evolves within exactly. one house. There's me, there's Tula Cindy, there's La Duma, there's Ifimol, there's all of us. Mm -hmm. Support local. One of us can get something right in your wardrobe. It's Absolutely. very important. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's not something I also uh, just say. It's something that I think we should all start to to preach and do and be Absolutely. if we want to see our, our, our economy improve. And beyond just fashion, you know, uh, whether it's products. But the other day I was thinking, I'm so relieved that when it comes to my skin, mm -hmm. I have found local products. Local products. Strictly local Absolutely products. amazing. Problem solved. Yeah. Next is like, okay, shoes, shoes. Because the clothing is sorted. It's taken care you know, of. So yeah. you start to kind of tick these boxes where mm -hmm. everything is local. In the home, what is local? Exactly. So it can become a mission that, that we go on. Let's actually take a break after this. We kind of digressed a little bit. I want <laughs> David to tell us about from Foslo to New York because... His mentoring, his upliftment initiatives, because he's so philanthropic, um, uh, has taken on a new turn. So we'll talk about that after the break. The Friday Profile. And our Friday Profile this afternoon is the 
ever wonderful, ever creative, ever reinventing himself, David Tlaile. Um, and his most recent project has to do with uh, going back home, going back home to Foslo, where he grew up. Yes. So tell me about Foslo to New York. So Foslo to New York is, is a journey that, that actually started about two years ago, mm-hmm. um, where I wanted to actually do a fashion show, proper fashion show, production, sound, lighting, models, everything back home. So it's taken a bit of time. And, uh, this year with, with part of the strategy of building a global brand made in South Africa to the global market, which our first focus is New York, which we have, you know, a, a trail around yes. New York Fashion Week. And I was like, Let's bring a taste of what it is that I do for a living. Because mm. even my mom, sometimes she's like confused, you know, like, I don't know what my child is doing. <laughs> and then now bringing it back to the communities, like, let us, let us bring it back. But not just that, but find talent, uh, in terms of designers, find models and also, uh, and, you know, in, inspire the, the community to say it is possible to make it. Uh, like I said, I grew up in Fosloras. My primary in high school, I finished it in Fosloras. And uh, before I went to, to university, I was still living with my mom. Mm. I only left home when I won the L New Talent. Yes. And, uh, and that was like really, really amazing. And, uh, you know, we, we were so fortunate to be working with the city of Eguruleni to support the initiative. Um, I remember when we started, we sent out like a model call because we wanted to use models from the township. We yes. had over 562 models, sure. people coming to hope to walk for the brand on the day. And uh, it was really, really amazing. Then we, we, we selected 60 models, which mm. were part of the showcase. But because, you know, there were so many people, it was like overwhelming. And we just like, you know what, we're not going to bring in you know, our service providers that we always work with, we took um, the, the some of the models that didn't make the cut to be on the runway, some of them to be helping us with the registration, yeah. uh, dressing the models, mm. uh, running around and all that. We, I think we worked with over 124 people in total wow. for that event. And they were so willing and able to, to help us put together this event. And the excitement that we brought into Goforslo was like beyond. Mm. And, um, and having to bring the community together, that was one thing that was, um, Most so rewarding. fulfilling. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and also, I mean, like Friday, we had rehearsals, we were setting up. Saturday morning, we had a master class with people that were curious about fashion, hair, makeup, you know, all those things. And photography and graphic design. Mm. So we had over about 30 people that were sitting in the masterclass uh, moment. And then in the afternoon, then I was the MC, was the designer, I was doing all that because I thought, you know, even bringing someone from outside to come and relate the story, it will seem detached. So I was like, during the showcase, um, I was giving my, my story, telling mm. the story, how it all started um, from starting to become an accounting to drop. You would have out. made a great auditor, by the way, because you're such a hard taskmaster. You like order, you like rules, I and you're creative. I think I would be know? bored by now. It's like You God, would be bored, but I'd I think you bored. would have made a great uh, auditor. Maybe. Yes. So you get you, you gave people a, a sense of the journey that you've traveled. But I think what's also uh, beautiful about what you did is that you have a flair for all these different things. Yeah. There was a time when you were doing weddings and even organizing. And or, <laughs> yes. Hey, so it shows that yeah. you have to have depth you have to. in what you do. Absolutely. You, it can be, it can be like I've studied it and that's it. Mm-hmm. Everybody can study, mm-hmm. but like 
I'm going to tell you a simple example. When we started in, in my first year, uh, we were 50 in class and only four of us were in the third year hmm. and two of us graduated. Wow. So education, anybody can pass it. Yeah. And, but you have to have the passion. You have to have the drive. And then you look at fast forward, um, 22 years later, how many of us or how many of Students that have gone through university mm. have become successful design houses. Mm. You, you calculate. Mm. You can't even have like, you know, five mm. in one hand. Mm. So it, it goes beyond just, just saying I have a fashion design degree or diploma or whatever Absolutely. it is. You must be passionate. You must love it. And I always say to, my, to, to the young designers, you can never treat fashion as a side chick. It's, it's a full-time job. <laughs> Downstairs, I met a lady. She's like, why are you wearing black every day? I'm like, because I'm always working. She's like, even weekend. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm always working. If I meet you in the street and like, oh, David, can I take a picture? It's work for me already. You know, take a picture. It's, it's work. Oh, my, my daughter <laughs> wants a metric dance. I'm already working. Yes. So it's, it's a full-time job and you can never, you can never separate us and, and I know this happened immediately when I, I started trading with my name David mm-hmm. Lally, everything changed Every, I became the business I became the personality I became PR I am the business person what I'm, does that do to uh, the human being it, it, it messes up with a human being but you have to be willing to accept I mean you look at the likes of Galliano you look at like the likes of Lagerfeld all they did was just this which I am currently studying the life of, of Lagerfeld and I realized that he had nothing else to do but just like work from one country to the other he was right. working for five brands yeah. and by the time he, he died all he had was fashion and fashion and people just celebrating him mm-hmm. if I'm cut for that so be it Oh, so you've surrendered yourself to that. I have to. I mean, I, I don't want to do anything else. And I want to see myself beyond just being a brand. I want to build a legacy, not only globally, but also in Africa, be, because it's very, very important to bring it home, mm-hmm. uh, to be one of those people that are changing the narrative in terms of, when, in terms of how fashion brands are being perceived globally. Um, because I, I always say if, if we can have brands like David Lale, La Duma, and everybody else. So we can be able to be in those uh, luxury stores, yes. whether it be Gallery Lafayette, uh, Sex on Fifth Avenue, and everybody else. We can get there. Let there be no gray area just because it's made in South mm. Africa. Can be? Can it be just as excellent? Can it just be as as, as competitive in yes. terms of price, quality, and finishing? And that's my vision, and that's 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 where I want to see the yes, brand going. This comes from someone who has shown at New York Fashion Week what all of six times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, seven times. Seven times. <laughs> when are you most creative? When I'm most creative is when I have like a most peace of mind, especially when I travel, when I fly, when there's no email, there's no WhatsApp, there's nothing. It's just like me and my headphones and I'm trying to like shut down. That's when the creative juices like start flowing and I start writing. People ask me, do you still design? I don't design. I, I usually, um, I, I, I start creating. I, I do, I sketch, hardly sketch. It's always a process. Sometimes I do sketch. Sometimes I just like start taking fabric and start draping. Uh, I mean, I've got an amazing team back home. Yes. Uh, and I mean, yes. like from the likes of a graphic designer to, to, to pattern makers and designers, like really, really blessed to have those yes. people that actually help me become the David Lally that I want to be. Um, and mm. it, it's never, a, it's never a one man thing. Uh, I depend completely on Abner, uh, yes. who's a graphic, a graphic designer. He's like, he's our art director there. And like right now we are busy with our spring summer collection. We're just like yesterday we like head head on like, uh, <laughs> but you know, but it's okay because we're going to overcome that. And, um, 
And then the designers who are pattern makers and everything else, they make this dream come alive. So it's, it's, it's always, it's always a journey. You, yes. you, you never know. Sometimes I walk into office and I see a piece of cloth and then I st- Something happens. Magic happens. Something happens. Yeah. So, it's and I know a, fabric is probably your most expensive indulgence. I've heard you on the phone <laughs> talking about it, right? and I thought your passion for fabric, no doubt. It is. So, it's important. I yes. mean, fabric is everything, and fabric makes or breaks a design house. Um, because you know, someone was commenting here. He says, "I'm all for local as long as it's good quality." And that's why, that's why I say you can never wash it down because it's made in South Africa or by Africans. It's very, very important to spend and invest money in good quality fabrics and, and so that your, your, your product starts advocating for you. You yes. don't have to try to explain, yes. oh, you know, I was trying to. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Let the product speak, speak. for you and mm-hmm. then speaks volume. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, David, we could talk all day. I know. Because you've got so much experience and especially <laughs> uh, we should actually one day make time to talk about the actual business of fashion because uh, I admire what you've done, not just in the team that you've put together, as you've just described, but how you've kept reinvesting in the business. Thank you. You know, Thank you. the printing machines, anyone who sees your operation can see that yeah. this is certainly a business that is world class. Thank you so much Thank for, you for coming. Me. Looking forward to the next Foslo to New York. Yes, it's coming uh, very soon. So the, the journey is going to be like we're going to do five communities and uh, do one spectacular uh, under one roof and I'm hoping everybody's going to come. You have to come. Yes. And all my muses, Tatum, Keshwa, Milan Magese, everybody must come. Yes. Everybody that has been part of the journey, they have to come to the it. The flair in our township, the talent Absolutely. in our townships must and be And actually, showcased. we're taking one of the models that we found in Fosloras to the next level. So Amazing. just keep watching Amazing. the space. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Yes. That's the philanthropic work we're talking about.